Hello, I'm Ian. Welcome to Creator Coco. This podcast helps you become a better creator by helping you learn from what other creators have already figured out. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us a tweet at Creator Coco. That's Creator and then C O C O A. In this episode, I talk to Michelle Anyango about the process of making a YouTube video and how you can consistently improve your content. I hope you learn something that helps you become a better creator. This episode was brought to you by Fictionista. Fictionista is an app for writing where new sentences, storylines and characters can be magically suggested to you as you write using the power of artificial intelligence. With Fictionista, it's easier than ever to create new worlds and write that story you've always wanted to write. No more writer's block. You can download Fictionista from the App Store or the Play Store or go to fictionista.club. That's fictionista.club. Um, and the, the reason why we have some of these meetups uh, is because I think it's important for us to talk about content creation. I think that uh, it's a new way for uh, some of us to express ourselves, for us to have new careers, for us to show what we're capable of. And it's a way for us to make money if we take it seriously. And uh, so g- making content is becoming just something that's more and more important to express who you are because it's so easy nowadays to teach other people to like um you know make tutorials and things and entertain people uh so hi michelle welcome to the meetup thanks for joining hi ian thank you i was running late but now i'm able to join awesome um thank you guys uh so let me ask michelle how how have you been doing how how's your content so far in the since we last spoke have you tried anything interesting Hi. Please please repeat the question. <laughs> okay, I I was asking um how you're doing. How how's your channel and your content doing so far in the last uh, since we last book? Have you tried anything interesting? Well, so far it's going well. I haven't tried anything new. But everything is going well so far. Okay, cool. Um so for this meetup The way I think about content has slightly shifted or improved uh because the way I used to look at the content that I make was much more simple than what I'm realizing other people are doing. I'm realizing the 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 there's creators out there who are extremely specific and who are extremely scientific about um the work that they do and that results in them having a lot of uh luck in quote and quote when it comes to the algorithm. So they get a lot of views. And uh, I'm specifically talking here about Mr Beast. Um he's probably the biggest YouTuber. And the the message that he's trying to like convey in some of his interviews is that it's not what he's doing is not luck. Because a lot of us sit around and think uh, why are we not blowing up or why is our content not getting a lot of views? And it's easy to say that we're not lucky or to feel like um something is wrong about us and it's not the content itself but what i'm learning is that um if we if we are specific enough and if we try to improve um our content can get better and you can get views in a deliberate way without it having uh, be, being luck so uh, michelle i don't know what you think about that idea well yeah what he said is actually true it's not luck 
However, when it comes to YouTube, I feel like YouTube now is about luck because Mr. Beast is not someone who began yesterday. He's somebody who's been there for quite a while now. And yes, about being specific is actually very, very true on other platforms of social media. And I like to talk about TikTok because the first meetup we had in the year, we were talking about different platforms and uh, content creation. We, talk, we talked about TikTok and I was like, I've given up on TikTok because it's not working for me. But I went back to it and it's working for me. And it's true. When you're specific, the algorithm works in your favor. Uh, also, uh, Kev, do you have anything interesting you want to add on top or any questions? Okay, maybe on Mr. Beast, man. Hey, that guy be boiling for real. I don't know. I don't know much about like content creation, but yeah, I'd wanna, I'd definitely wanna like be that successful. Awesome. Um, and yeah, so and when I say be, being specific, it means that um, like you think about each part of the process of making your video. Something I'm realizing I didn't do in the past is I used to think with the process of making a video is just um you know recording the video and then uploading it as soon as possible but now what i'm starting to realize is that you i need to be more much more specific and mu and much more systematic about my process of creating content so it's not just about recording and i should also now spend a lot of time on the idea itself hey, yo but unpopular unpopular opinion yeah yes like it's for the white people like for youtube i feel like it's easier for the white dudes. I don't know. Like, that's just what I think. Uh, so let me, that's, that's an interesting aspect. And I know that as like, as people who are not white, it's easy for us to have that idea, which is that because this other person has a specific skin color, I feel like I have less of a chance to succeed. But if you look at Twitch, the popular, the most popular um, Twitch streamer, he's called He's called Kai Senat. <laughs> so yeah, I know Kai. Kai. Senat. I know Kai, yo. I know Kai. I know Aiden. He's huge. Yeah. Yeah, he's huge. And he's black. He's super black. And that's a good thing. It shows you that it's possible for you to succeed um, in spite of your skin color. So he just does it off of his personality and the kind of content that he creates. So I know there's, there's that feeling, but uh, it's also possible to survive regardless what do you think no cap no cap i'm just saying like in real sense it's it's gonna be easier for them to blow up faster you know that's just what i'm suggesting yeah but we do okay fine fine but we we don't have a choice <laughs> we are like no, okay no, fine no. you're black i'm not saying Start i'm not saying there. i'm just saying yeah. the odds the you know it's, it's okay. just it's just reality the odds aren't the same but still we're still gonna make it you feel me go go Fine, but I don't think that race is relevant to, uh, to what we're talking about today. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's alright. It's alright. I was just—it's—it's it's an un unpopular opinion, bro. Like we'll—we can argue, but we both know the truth. Yes, yes. I uh, this is the thing. I completely agree with you. There's systematic racism, and there's there's all those kinds of things. But the way I look at it is, those are the cards I've been dealt with, and to me, that's just a starting point. It's not like a—it's not something for me to be afraid of. It's just like fine, this is what you have. Now you just have to move forward and succeed regardless because there's no other choice. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts, bro. So uh, let me play here some some snippet. I want you guys to hear to hear Mr. Beast talking about how he, how he basically started thinking about his channel before he succeeded. 
most of my growth came actually after uh, I graduated high school. Basically, what I did was I f somehow found these other like four lunatics. We were three of us were college dropouts. One was a high school dropout. And one, I don't know, he just like quit his job. We were all super small YouTubers. And we basically talked every day for a thousand days in a row and did nothing but just like hyper study, like what makes a good video? What makes a good thumbnail? What, what's good pacing? Like how to go viral? And we would just call it like daily masterminds. We would just get on Skype every morning. And like some days, like I'd get on Skype at 7 a.m. and I'd be in the call until like 10 p.m. And then I'd go to bed and I'd wake up and I'd do it again. And, oh, you know, we'd do things like, take a thousand thumbnails and see if like there's a correlation to the brightness of the thumbnail to how many views it got or like you know like videos that get over 10 million so let me pause there and talk a bit about what he just said so um mr beast there was talking about i think before he started his channel or when he still was a very small youtuber and the kinds of steps he was taking for him to succeed so what he did was he was having these meetings with his friends called masterminds and they were basically dissecting how YouTube works and the YouTube algorithm and what makes a good video. And they're looking at this systematically, like they, they're studying the game itself. And they're looking at analytics, they're trying to study thousands of thumbnails to understand what makes one thumbnail more successful than another, another thumbnail. What, what gives a video more views than the other views, the, 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 than, than the other video. And this to me was an interesting idea because I did not know that Mr. Beast did that too. Like if you watch his videos, he just looks like a like a guy who woke up and recorded a video and it blew up. But behind the scenes, he's put in years and years of thought about uh, exactly what he thinks makes a good YouTube video. So let me continue. Views is like how often do they cut the camera angles or like things like that. Really? Um, so you you micro analyzed everything? Other... Really? Yeah. Just I mean for. Like we were very religious about it. And so that's that's where most of my knowledge came from is I just surround myself with these lunatics and just every day, like we didn't do anything. We had no life. Um, but everybody had sort of a similar vision. Yeah, exactly. So we all had like 10, 20,000 subscribers when we met. And by the time we stopped talking, we all had millions of subscribers. And we, we all hit a million subscribers like within a month. It's crazy. Because it's like, if you envision a world where you're trying to be great at something and it's just like, you learning and fucking up and then learning from your mistakes. Also, my mom told me not to curse. Sorry, mom. If someone could just like edit out the swear words and give it Sorry, to me. Sorry, mom. Yeah, so I could give it to my mom to listen to. That would be great. Um, but like, you know, you mess up, you learn from your mistake, you mess up, you learn from your mistake. You in two years, you know, might have learned from 20 mistakes. Or if you have like four other people who are also messing up and when they uh, learn from the mistake, they teach you what they learn. Yeah, um, so he mentions that another thing that benefited him was the fact that if you have a lot of other people who are creating content, for example, like Michelle and Kev, if you guys are creating content on your YouTube channel and I'm also creating content and the three of us are trying to succeed, but then we are having, you know, we fail. It's important for us to be able to share that information with each other so that our experiences can benefit the other people's experiences. For example, this is my journey of trying to improve my content creation. That's how I came across some of this information. And my idea is to now try and spread that information so that if anyone else is having, you know, the same issue as me, it's going to be easier for them to move forward. And so over time, as as the three of us, or if anyone else, or as, as however big this group is, we keep talking about our issues and keep trying to understand what is working and what doesn't, we can improve each other um, and each other's content over, over time by, by talking about uh, the problems we're having you two years down the road have learned like five times more of the amount of stuff. So it just like helps you 
grow exponentially way quicker if that makes any sense it does it yeah. does okay so there's the, he, he he talks a bunch of other stuff there's more stuff that he he mentions but i just wanted to show you that one small clip and uh, the idea i wanted to get across was that mr beast for the kind of success he's getting which is like 50 million uh like views per video probably um he is very deliberate and he's and and this is an idea that i think now i'm seeing more and more in all the creators that you like Sometimes whenever they're speaking to you, they seem like just fun, happy people. But behind the scenes, they do a lot of planning to make sure that they deliver to you the best content. And that's what I'm trying to add to my content now, which is that process behind uh, of planning, of coming up with ideas so that uh, you can have good content. So I'm going to start with Michelle and I'll ask you whether you have seen anything interesting there about how Mr. Beast, uh, how he was having these meetings and analyzing his content his content with his friends. What do you think about all that? What do you think about all yeah, that? Yeah, I agree with him. He makes so much sense. And I don't think when they began, they were trying to see that different people should do different things Then we all learn from each other's failures. I don't think that's what they were trying to do in the beginning. I think what they were trying to do in the beginning was to grow together, but then everybody ended up having unique problems and they came to share them. And then now because I've met this problem, you won't do the same thing I did. So I think that works because even ever since I joined uh, Studio Soho, we've been sharing so much during meetings and even in the groups. And that has actually helped me build my content creation, my platforms and all that. Because if I was doing it on my own, it would have taken me way longer to learn this. Like I began YouTube in 2018 and the, what I learned between 2018 and the day I joined Studio Soho is not can't be compared to what I've learned in the group. So when many people come and share their experiences, share their findings, it actually helps people grow faster. Yeah, and you're and you're right. And I I think it's something that we should do more. Like so, I want some of these meetups that we have to take on that kind of idea, which is we can even be looking at each other's videos and giving critiques, and also things like uh, looking at analytics, so that we can actually be giving each other honest feedback about how the channels are doing. Because if Mr. Beast says, and he's proven several times, even by giving other creators advice, that if the, if you change a few things about your channel, it's possible for you to get much more views. And that's that's what I wanted to talk about next. So let's talk about the process which I'm planning to implement for my content next year. So my content is uh, like a YouTube channel, basically where you post videos just regular videos but before so this is a process which i think that uh it's not the easiest to implement but if you're able to pull it to 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 create a process for yourself it can result in better content so let's start with development so i'm wondering uh, uh for michelle uh what's usually your process for making a video before we even continue do you usually think about the process separately or do you usually just um uh record something and then start editing it do you usually have a process for that yeah i actually have a process for that like the time we were talking about whether you script or just go with the flow and i used to script then go, then i went to go with the flow but now i'm back to scripting but differently because i'll think about what i want to do i actually write down what i want to doing my video and everything i think about location i think about my lighting and all that then how i can put all of it together awesome that's very good and and that's exactly what we had to talk about so if you have any tips or you want to add anything on top 
uh, feel free. And we start this process with the idea. So, so one thing I've realized is that um, we, the idea is the core part of the of our of our of our project. The idea that you choose. So a lot of us end up not having successful content online because the idea that we had was not something that was very good. Like we didn't really put a lot of thought in it. Um, this is something I'm also like. If you usually if you find a, a an idea or or something that works for you and you're comfortable with it, it's easy to want to stick to that kind of lane. So it's important to be able to come up with good ideas. The idea is the most important part of your video, and you need to come up with good ideas. So here, um, some 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 of the things you do when, you start, when you're doing the development and you're trying to plan your idea, you can do something called an idea dump, uh, which is basically for example, I'm collecting a lot of ideas as you live through life. You create, you have a notes, uh, you have notes, and you just keep writing ideas in there. So all random ideas, and you can take all these ideas and put them together. But then you have to also uh, research your ideas. You also have to make sure that it flows. So here in development, um, a lot of us usually make sure that our content. Sorry, our titles and thumbnails. We usually do them at the end of the video. But one suggestion that uh, is popular is also that we should also think about our titles and, and thumbnails from the beginning of the video. So you design your thumbnail before you even end up, uh, you know, before the the last part of the video. Well, before you even shot the video, you design your title and your thumbnail uh, before you've done that. So I'm curious, where you where do you guys usually get ideas if you're looking for for new ideas for your videos? And how do you think you can get even better ideas? Uh, so Michelle. Uh, where do you usually get ideas and what do you what do you think about the quality of the ideas that you usually put out like do you think you have the best ideas for youtube videos do you think your ideas are genuinely interesting uh do you think there's some ways where you can improve the ideas that you have for your content i don't think i have the best ideas for youtube videos one and i that's because on youtube i was like doing what other people are actually doing instead of being myself but on other platforms I feel like I have the best ideas and my ideas come from previous content I've posted or things I do. Like I posted a video recently about me doing my hair and it failed on TikTok. Then somebody asked a question that I've been asked severally over the years. And I was like, yeah, it's about time I create content based on that question because it's something that's been on the, at the back of my mind and I've been thinking about how to make the content. So the content I post builds up on each other. That's where I get my ideas from. Or maybe I could have read a book or come across a news article and I'm like, I have an idea about that. I can create content on that. Or maybe something that's trending, but I'm not someone who always goes with trends because the things I do don't align with trends really so it would be hard to create content like that because that content may blow up and then all your other content doesn't blow up because your niche is different from the people who related to the content which was on trending things yeah and i've seen um i've seen that you also have a a process of finding ideas and testing them out and that now we are thinking about whether our ideas are good because sometimes we can also be in denial and we're not really focused on like it's easy to just think i need to push out content like whether or not the content is high quality we usually decide 
we should we'll keep making our videos every week even if we're not getting any traction but uh one thing we can start doing is paying attention to our ideas if the idea is not good enough why did we start making the video in the first place so i'm also uh trying to find more diverse uh ways to ex explore my content so just like you as well i'm you, like you can try different ideas and you see that some of them work better than others so let me now ask you an important question for you as well. Uh, what do you think are some of the things you can do to improve the ideas that you get? Like, what do you think? What are, what are some interesting ideas you think you can you can bring out of yourself if you put in the time to think about a good idea for a video? A good idea for a video. I would actually be myself because it's difficult being yourself, and because that's vulnerability. Because that's something I actually tried last week on TikTok. Last week and maybe and last month, must have been last month, I've done two different types of content which are about me. The first one I did got 6,000 views. The views keep going up. And the one I did like two or four days ago got 3,000 views. So being myself actually helps in my, my ideas because when I'm being myself and I'm making the content, you can see in the content that there's genuineness there. So people actually want to watch such content and engage with it. Okay. Um, so so the, 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 the idea here to get across is that while, while you're, before you start uh, implementing the video that you're about to implement, it's important to filter out the ideas that we have. And you can filter it, as, you, as, you, as you've mentioned, you put a bunch of ideas that you have from past videos or from videos that you're already doing. But it's important to always have a list of ongoing ideas that you're interested in. And then you do research on those ideas so you can, like, you, you put in time to do a bit of research so that you can understand what you're talking about better. You can outline your, your, your content so that you say, these are the topics I want to talk about. Sometimes it can be difficult to write a whole script. So you just uh, write down the points that you want to put across. Um, uh, you also can test your idea before, like uh, this is something I've learned. There's people who you can test the script itself to see whether it's an interesting script and you can throw away the script or rewrite it if it's not good enough. Uh, you also think about the title and the thumbnail and some people also start doing the search in optimization during development. So while you're thinking about your titles, you start Googling how well do I think this title will do? So some people put in that much effort into the, before the, they even start recording. Um, and then now there's another process called pre-production. So uh, this is something I don't usually do pre-production for, uh, for me as well. I, I didn't really do a good job with development. Um, I just used to have an idea dump and then uh, basically start trying to figure out what I can do from that content. But uh, in pre-production, and I'm, this is basically the, the process of making a film in general, even in Hollywood and, and places like that. Uh, so this is where you usually plan things like the process, the budget, the locations, the sets, casting, and things like that. Usually, this is just in your bedroom, and it's not usually uh, it's not usually like a big deal. But then there's now production. This is production is now where, where you actually sit and record the content. So you sit down in your house, and you record the content. This one is simple. So so the idea. Usually after production and the, and the rest of the stuff, things like, um, what do you call it? Post-production as well. Let me write that down. The development is what I wanted to focus on and show you guys that it's possible to do a lot more work with our idea. And then now uh, pre-production, if you, if you now start implementing a step like this, where you say, okay, now I'm in pre-production for this video, it means that I am now planning how I'm going to record it. 
uh, like sometimes you have a setup and the setup is consistent so you don't usually have to do a lot of pre-production but it's important to think about this step before you start filming have i prepared everything um and then you actually record your content this can be uh, using your phone whatever setup you have if you have a, a, a podcast something like this even me uh, something like uh, what i'm doing right now and then now there's a this process called post-production so these ones we're more, we're more familiar with because this one now involves adding your editing um and i usually don't put enough time and effort into my post-production as well so my development is usually not very good because I, I can come up with more interesting titles and thumbnails um my pre-production that's that's okay and production is okay but also my post-production i feel like i can do more work um in, in terms of improving editing for my videos in terms of adding even more special effects and polishing it so that the audio and and, and things like that are, are good so i'm planning to uh, to do even more more, more post-production and um let me go back to michelle here uh in your post-production process uh what do you what, what usually happens when you're editing do you usually have a, pro a process or or like me do you usually just put together your audio and video and then you publish do you do anything extra on top of that yeah i actually have a process i always even when i'm done editing the video the way i feel like yeah this is the final video i'll just go and rewatch it then I'll feel like, I think I should change the audio in this particular part. So I would extract the audio from the video on a particular part. I cut that particular section, extract the audio from the video, and then I voice record what I wanted to add, what I wanted to replace it with. Also for special effects, like the sounds, or maybe you use those filters or other extra things that are always in the video editing apps. Now, when it comes to post-production, the one thing I never do, which I've been telling myself over the year, I over the years I will be doing, is adding credits at the end. But when I think about adding credits, I'm like, that is so much work. I'm too lazy. But I know if I just have a template, it will just be easy. I put the template at the end of all my videos because everything would be the same unless I change something. So, yeah, just that. Oh, that's so interesting that you already have a process set up and everything. So I was wondering, do you usually know how long it takes you to make a YouTube video? Like, how long does it, like, if you have an idea... What's, how long does it take you to, to, to bring it to life and how, how does your plan work out? Well, film, filming the video, if I'm just in one sit-in position, like in my bedroom, that's going to be like an hour. If it's editing, I would take like two to three days because I don't like it when I post something and I'm watching it and I'm getting irritated because the quality is down or the audio is off or the video was lagging. And that's only if I film the video in one go, because after filming it, I'm still going to rewatch it and see if the video was lagging somewhere. If it was lagging somewhere, I'm obviously going to refilm the video. So, yeah, for filming a YouTube video, like one hour, since I already know exactly what I'm talking about, I have my script somewhere, I have maybe my sticky notes somewhere so that I don't deviate from the topic and all that. Let me summarize. The, the 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 process that we've been discussing and uh, the reason why i think this is cool is because if you start thinking like this you're becoming more professional about the content that you're, you're creating and now you can find places to improve you're like um i need to improve my content so that more people can see it which part of the process do i think i need to improve so for example uh we talked about development this is where you actually develop your ideas 
this is something I am going to improve for my own content uh, next year, where I, I want to get really good ideas and really good titles and thumbnails, which are attractive so that I can try and attract more people to the content. Uh, at the same time, there's another stage called pre-production. So before you even start planning your ideas, sorry, before you even start recording, you start planning the process. So you're like, you sometimes your process is already set up, but here you can, if you need a budget, if you need something, you sit down and actively think, can I improve, if I improve the planning of my video, does it mean that I'm going to have more success if I plan how I'm going to actually do the recording? And then now you actually record your content, if it's your face or or even like a podcast or something. And then now post-production again. Now this is where you polish your content, you add the editing, you add any music that you need to add, special effects. If you spend a lot of time here, you're going to end up with a higher quality video. And this is one of the things I'm going to be improving as well, which is this idea of post-production or just put, you don't need to publish a video immediately. It can have, uh, you can add some special effects and a lot of times you can reuse some special effects as well. Uh, so it doesn't need to be something so engaging all the time. And then finally, you publish your content online uh, so that it, it 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 reaches. Something I forgot to mention here was repurposing for different platforms. It's also important to now think that since we have shots, we have different, we have TikTok, we have Twitter, we have so many different platforms. Uh, when you're doing your editing, you can also set aside some specific time to chop up that video or format it in different ways so that you prepare content for different platforms uh, and you can publish them easily. For example, I publish my reviews on on uh, on, on YouTube and also on, on TikTok nowadays. And uh, and yeah, it you do it at the end and you can be able to repurpose your content for different platforms. So to come back to Michelle, uh, what are some steps? Are there any a couple of steps here which you think for yourself that you feel like you can improve when it comes to how you the pipeline for creating your own content pre-production yeah i really need to improve my pre-production because pre-production also involves the setting and one thing i always fail to do is check the weather and my lighting i'll be like i'm going to film a video tomorrow but i haven't gone and checked how the weather is going to be on that particular day or maybe they're going to, there's going to be a lot of movement in the house on that particular day and the children are either making noise or visitors, there's so much movement, so background noise and all. So for me, pre-production is what I really, really need to polish on. Because I know I, I do so much in post-production, but pre-production, I'm like, oh, I'll just pick my camera and film. I need to work on that. And then also because I have a ring light and the ring light I've noticed it gets the light is really harsh. Yes, a ring light helps, but the light is harsh. So I need to invest in like diffusers so that my lighting is not so harsh. Okay, and that's awesome. And uh, we can keep um I basically want to have these discussions even more and we can actually see if we if we implement some of these changes. For example, I improve my development, you improve your pre-production, and we see whether the, making these small changes next year is going to help if we try and improve our content. Is it going to help us get more views? Is it going to help us get more content um, uh, to, into more people's eyeballs and get us more followers? We're going to see whether that's going to happen. Mm -hmm.